Do you have something to say? Have you ever thought about making a podcast? Well, guess what? Both things can be true. You can find your audience. And Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. What's better than free? It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So you don't need any special equipment and you can do, start doing it today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard in just one click. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, you guessed it, it's totally free with no catch. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcaster to get started. I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. So, gosh, we both just so excited to talk that we talked at the same time. (laughs) Go ahead, you first. Uh, I was just going to say today's topic is gooding and batting. I love it. What does, what comes to your mind when you think about that? Well, I just like the thought of putting the ING at the end of those words. I don't, that's Mm. the truth. I love the thought of saying, oh, are we gooding and batting ourselves? Because I'm, I know I for certain am guilty of saying, oh, I did so good today or I did so bad today. Yes, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, we make it an action. Rather what did than, you think? Um, I think I said a lot of these things that we're going to talk about and mm-hmm. I have punished myself in some ways and I've also applauded myself some days because of just food or whichever way if I ate something or didn't eat something and I it's so complicated honestly yeah it is I also realize that it's I don't know we'll talk about it it's a little classist like we label food like 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 why are we caught anyway we'll get into that too oh that's really interesting recording I know anyway all right well we're gonna get into it all right but let's hear about our call to actions from they were two weeks ago now yes so we had 14 days to do our call to actions and I didn't do it. If I had to grade myself, I would give myself a D. I would give myself a D. My, I did mine one day. I did mine, but it looked different. So mine was to uh, meditate for five minutes in the morning before I left my bedroom to start my day. Okay. Um, the problem with this is I know myself and I picked something that's going to be really difficult for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person. I'm very slow in the morning. Sometimes I'm running out the door and I forget. I don't know why I picked the morning. So what I did is I did it twice, but I, what I did instead was if I was in the car, I put on like some soothing music and just vegged out 
while I was driving, I was still paying attention, but you know, like just meditating and uh, sometimes just like doing nothing, sitting and just for a few minutes. Did How did you feel after you did it? Oh, I felt great every time I did it. I felt refreshed. I felt good. I felt. But that's not enough to make us do it every day. Well, I could do it every day, but the problem was I made that assignment of doing it in the morning. So then I felt like, oh, I failed my call to action. So you just were like, oh, I can't do it in the morning. And that was my call to action. So I might as well not do it at all. Yes. Mm. That's the problem. That's you didn't, you weren't like in the, I'm not, by the way, there's no judgment with this at all. You weren't like, okay, that's not going to work. Scratch that. I'm going to change my call to action mid, mid time and say, I'm, as long as I'm meditating, I'll still do it. So then what I did was, because I went through that whole process. Yeah. I sort of changed my call to action. So we were talking about behaviors that we do alone and like why we do them alone. So you're going to laugh at me. Um, you know, I told you I licked the bowl when I'm done with something that yes. I really enjoyed. It's um, I started I started doing it in front of my husband. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. I totally did. I'm like, let me see kids, how this do goes. Your kids know you did this? No, they weren't home. No, did, they, did you tell them? No, I oh didn't tell God. anybody. Okay. I just wanted to see if he'd be like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? What did he do? It's not phased at all. Not even a flinch. Did he see you do it though? I was in the same room as him. I wasn't like, oh, look at me. I'm licking right, my but bowl. Like, but did he looked over? You think? No. no. So this could be read two ways. Either A, he's so distracted with his phone or the TV or reading something that he's not even paying attention to you. Yeah. Or B, he looked over and was like, oh, she must have been doing that our whole marriage. <laughs> I don't think at this point, we've been married almost 30 years. I don't think I it's phased by anything that I do. And I created this whole scenario, like I need to be proper and I need to not do that. But I was eating some like mango and the mango juices were on the bottom of the bowl. And I like, I really wanted to get it out. I love that you did that. I love it so much. <laughs> I, I mean, I do it all the time. So that wouldn't be a shocker to anybody in my family. But I, I love that you did it. Now, here's the question. Would you do it in front of like me or friends? And that'll take a little work, but I'm not saying no. Okay. I mean, not I, think I know we're not going to do it in a restaurant. I know none of us are going to do that. No, no. But would you do it like in front of friends? I, I think, I, I think I would. Would you do it in front of your mom? In front of my mom, for sure. Okay. Okay. She's moms see everything, right? They I know. They know. I know. Sometimes you don't want to, you know. No, moms know everything. Your husband didn't even flinch not even flinch so I made it such a big deal and it was nothing maybe he does it too I'm I'm sure he does the thing is I think if I do it and other people see me it might give them permission to be more free yeah that's a good feeling yeah but if I'm encouraging that great I'm all in I love that that you just was not that was I was not expecting that that I love it well I'm like, I'm, I'm failing at this meditation. I need to switch it up because but you didn't, it's I not failed at it. You just haven't figured out how to make it work for you yet. Yeah. I, I still want to do it because I felt great. I really enjoyed it. 
I know, but that's the th- that's what bothers me the most. Every single person I talk to always says they feel good after they exercise, but it's mm-hmm. not a, enough of a good feeling to do it over and over and over. Well, you know, yeah, that's true. So why do what? But like, because people have said it's it. hard. The the thing is, I hadn't really continuously exercised for a while, so I was back on it last week, and last week was hard. My body is hurting. Today, after what ten days of working out, I finally hit that point of like, oh, I feel so good today. But um, you have to push past that pain and that me- discomfort, and that's hard. Yeah, but like I went for a walk, and I can honestly say I felt good afterwards, but not good enough to make it like a. Maybe that's maybe that's a whole episode. Like how how good does something have to be before it'll become like that habit? Hmm. Maybe that's what it is because I, my, yeah. my call to action was to just lift my weights three oh, times, yeah. three times and I did it once. You did it once. Okay. I did it one time, one time. What did that look like when you did it that one time? Um, I said to myself, I'm going to put the bachelor on and I'm not allowed to watch the bachelor unless I do my weights. And was great. I did it. No problem. But the bachelor only comes on once a week. (laughs) So then I was like, well, how am I going to do it again? I already made that arrangement with my head. My crazy lady self was like, well, it's only on once. So now what? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. And I don't watch that many TV shows to make that a thing. Why do you think you... I know we talked a little bit about it, but do you not just want to do it? Is it something that's not appealing to you? Like your vegetables? No, no I do want to do it. I truly do. I really want my arms. I want strength. I, I don't even, I mean, I do want my arms to look like Michelle Obama's, but I really just want like strength. I want yeah. to feel strong. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if I feel like three pounds is babyish. I know I've said that before. It's just like, I'm being a big baby, three pounds. Like why bother? Maybe that's more of it. And I need to like get over that. Today I did a body work, body weight workout. And I thought, oh, what? it's not going to do anything because there's no weights. I am sore. Yeah. So maybe you just ditched the weight. Maybe weights. I should try a body weight. Do you have to do push-ups? I mean, today I did, but you don't I, I literally Google or YouTube, no push-up arm exercises. I, I hate push-ups too. I hate push-ups. I, they make me feel so weak. Out of anything <laughs> exercise in the world, they make me feel so weak. Yeah. And they hurt my I, knees. Yeah. Do you do them on your knees? Yeah, because I can't do them on my toes. Yeah. Listen to me. Oh, they hurt. 500 excuses on why I can't do your body weight exercise. Hmm. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to figure myself. this out. I'm selling myself to not do it. Why? I mean, I'm catching well, it. Maybe that's part of it. Well, we're going to figure this out. You know what else I think it is? I also didn't set a, I wasn't specific enough. I said three times. That's not specific. No, I think I need to, I think I personally need to be like, okay, you're going to do it right after you brain dump on Wednesday and Saturday or something. Oh. I think I need to be very specific in there. You know I what like I mean? That. Yes. Talk I had that a couple of weeks ago, I think. I have to rethink it. But yeah. anyway. Makes sense. 
We'll see. We shall see. All right. Let's jump into this week. How about that? Let's get into this. All right. Where are we starting? Um, well, let's start with what do you think when you think about uh, good foods or bad foods or you're good or you're bad? What does that mean to you? So for me, I think um, good foods are non-processed. That's the easiest okay. way. Like a good food is vegetables, is chicken breast. It's not fried. It's like non-processed foods. I don't okay. even consider butter a quote unquote bad food. I consider that more of a good food because it's not processed. So anything, that's my definition of it. What about a bad food? Bad is high sugar, mm-hmm. fried, fast food, but not, oh, that's not, that's not true because not all fast food I consider bad, quote unquote bad. So really mm-hmm. just fried and or high sugar. Okay. What about you? Um, I am confused. You have a, you, what do you mean? That, no, that was what were you going to say? I was not expecting that. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet you, you have a very clear definition of good and bad. No, okay. not at all. What? And I'll tell you why. Please. Because even a simple cursory Google of good foods or bad foods or whatever I Googled, there was 10 things that were contradictory. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I mean. I have some examples. Home cooking is good. Home cooking is bad. These were just the headlines, okay? Raw food is good. Raw food yeah. is bad. Cooked food is good. Cooked mm-hmm. food is bad. So like... It's all over the place. Right. How about ask a doctor and one doctor will tell you don't have eggs. And another doctor will say, yes, you need eggs. Like don't Mm -hmm. have milk. Yes. You need milk. Milk is bad. Milk is good. Like blah, blah, blah. Often you're right. It's confusing. I'm totally confused. You can eat at night. Don't eat at night. Eat in the morning. Don't eat in the morning. Eat your heaviest meal during the I'm like, Oh my God, so much information that doesn't make any sense together. And they put the words good and bad in there. Isn't, yes. I've heard sometimes you've heard someone say, isn't it bad to eat at night? Yes. Yeah. Isn't it good to fast and not have your first cup of coffee until X time in the morning? Like we hear those words. We hear those words and we see those words because foods are marketed as reduced guilt or guilt-free. And yeah. you're like, wait, what? Well, you, you don't know even I, think about it. It's just well, subliminal messaging. They, um, one thing I read, which I thought was interesting is diet culture, which is really what good and bad is. Gooding mm-hmm. and batting stuff is part of the diet culture that has been part of my life, my entire life. Like I, we've all had diet culture thrown in our face, but it really has taught us to go against intuitive eating. Yes. Like that sitting on the key. couch and saying, I'm hungry is not bad. No. Right? Like that's not bad. However, you read headlines that say eating after 7 p.m. is bad. Like that's what Mm -hmm. the problem with the good and bad is, right? What do you think? Especially now we are information overload and we don't know which way to turn. So what we end up doing is doing nothing because we're just like bombarded with information. And by the way, doctors are very guilty of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really are. I mean, you could, they're very guilty of giving you a list of this is good food and this is bad food. They're very, very, very guilty of it. Yes. Or some of them don't even answer the question. 
Yeah, that's true too. Because they don't necessarily have the nutrition uh, experience or, you know, study. So maybe they don't even know. Yeah, true. And by the way, for the, since we're talking about this, I also don't like the words unhealthy versus healthy. Yeah, why? I feel like that's a big stigma too. And that's like a big problem too. Like, I don't, don't tell me I'm unhealthy when I'm eating a, a, a burger and French fries once a week when you're eating mm-hmm. two boxes of whatever candy every single day. Like, I don't, I think that healthy and unhealthy is a big bad word as well when it comes to food yeah I mean you could see somebody that's thin as a rail and they eat quote-unquote unhealthy doesn't mean they're healthy yes I agree with that and you know I've been thinking a lot about this because of just my experience with clients or talking to people is that people get so stuck in this I don't know what's good and I don't know what's bad that Mm -hmm. they end up kind of not eating so then they're hungry so then they end up eating and they binge eat bad stuff you know so they overdo it on things because their body's like you got to give me something because they're in so much paralysis of I don't know what I'm supposed to eat what's good what's bad and then they feel bad about themselves for doing that yes and then they do I ate so bad yesterday that yes and that shame leads to yeah. more negative behaviors. Well, I have to be honest with you guys, or I'm more guilty of saying I did bad yesterday, like calling a whole day bad or a whole day good. That's where mm-hmm. my guilt lies in more. I don't know why that is, but I don't really label food good or bad as much as calling myself. Yeah. Oh, I, that was an aha moment. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more likely to call myself good or bad, but not a food item. Why? Really? Apparently, I just noticed that. Why? We'll get into it, but I want to know what do you think? I I don't. I really don't know. I'm. I just realized I, I'm. It's okay for me to to call myself bad or good, but not okay for me to call a cheesecake bad or good or cake bad or good. Why? Mm. It's diet culture. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That if you are tempted by a piece of cheesecake, I'm the bad one. Yeah. And that's connected to the point that I was just making. And I'll tell you what I mean. So last night we, we made a a dish and I knew it was not going to be filling because there was not that much protein. It was a lot of vegetables and some rice and some lentils, but it was not enough protein. And I knew I was not going to be full. I should have prepared something with protein on the side. Okay. I didn't do that. And then like an hour and a half after dinner, I was what's to eat, what's to eat, what's to eat, because I nutritionally wasn't satisfied. And then I ate something that was there because it was tempting, you know, and I ended up, it was a little bag, but I finished the whole thing. And in the bag has like four servings, but to me, it was one serving. It was a little bag. A little bag with four servings. That's crazy, but go on. What was it? So then it was, um, it was this chili and lime, like corn nuts, but they're not corn nuts, but it was, like the ingredients are fairly good, but okay. it was tasty. I'm obsessed with tahini lately. Um, but then I ate this whole bag and I was really bloated all night. And I was, even in my sleep, I was like, what should I do tomorrow? How should I behave? Should I start with protein? Oh. Should I drink a drink? Should I, how should I correct this bad behavior? 
because I just screwed up. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I just, I ate the stuff. I knew better. Even I could tell you why it happened, but the, the punishment in my head was I, I failed and I'm off track and but now I need to overcorrect. Because you knew what you did, what mm -hmm. caused it, but you didn't do yeah. the circle, like accept it, own it. Don't beat yourself up part. Yeah. I was completely overcorrecting. Should I work out extra? Should I uh, restrict my eating? Should I do this? Did I do that? Did it you was, say I need to be good today? I need to be good yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, we have to stop saying that. It's it's gross, actually. The more you're saying, not you, but your whole story makes me feel because I'm guilty of it and I've done it. Like makes me go, oh, it sounds so gross when we do it. Yeah. Because if someone else said that, you'd be like, oh, you shouldn't beat yourself up. It's okay. It's, it's just a little bag. It's not a big deal. Right. But if you do it, then you're executioner. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just terrible. We're so oh. hard on ourselves. Yeah. Well, I caught myself yesterday in a different roundabout way doing it. My, We were at the, the pool for a long time. And I was, we were going to make dinner. And when we both got home, my husband goes, why don't I just get the Pizza Hut big dinner meal box? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I didn't want it. You guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Cause I said in my head, I was so good today. I don't want mm. it. Were you hungry for it though? I was hungry period. Mm. I was very hungry. And I said, I'm okay with just making something. And I was said, you guys get what you want, but I can't resist it when it gets in the house. I'm always going to have a piece of pizza. Of course. But, of course um, and I, I was saying, I was arguing with myself going, but you were really good today. And I went through everything I ate and I was like, you did good here. You did good there. You probably could have it because it's good. And, and I said to myself, it's not bad if you eat it, but I think the simple part, fact of saying I was so good isn't okay either. So you're having a negotiation in your head of, I was good. So then I can, I can have this uh, reward. Yeah. Long story short is my husband then finally came in and said, in not cl clean words, screw Pizza Hut. They got rid of the dinner box deal. So we're not eating it. Said, <laughs> okay. Secretly, I was like, thank you. That, that was like my sign that I know I didn't need it. But, yeah. um, but the point is like, yeah, I said to myself, I called, I don't know why I do that. Well, and if it came in the house, like you said, you would eat because you, first of all, you were hungry. Yep. And I think that's where part of this lies is we're not allowing ourselves to eat. Right. Like your body needs nourishment. Food is nourishment. It's not a living being. It's a thing that gives you calories and nutrition. And I have this definition. Food is fuel for our bodies or meant to bring pleasure and joy. Oh, I like that definition. I know, right? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, it's also meant to bring me pleasure when it's my birthday and I'm going to have cake. It's Absolutely. meant to be joy if my daughter makes a homemade blueberry pie. Like it's meant to do that. Yep. You know, and that's powerful, I think. Yes. And yeah. I think when we allow ourselves to say, you know what? I'm going to eat the cake today. I'm going to eat the pie today. And it's all good. There that when you get rid of that guilt, you feel so much yeah. lighter. Yeah. That's work. This is, this topic is a lot of work. I agree. I mean, and it's not that easy. That, no, no. And there are topics that are hard, but this one, particularly for me, 
I think it'd be, is very hard. Yeah. So why do you think we have this association with eating and good and bad, and we are good and bad because we ate or didn't eat? I think it's the word bad. I don't think it has anything to do with calling food that it's the word. And when we use the word bad, it has a very strong feeling that is deep inside of us. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when you're, when I'm, when I was little and I would fight with my sisters, we were bad. When I was, when I would go more than I was supposed to on riding my bike and I was bad and then I'd go sit in a chair and then I'd have a timeout and I would feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And it's bad. And I think that the word, anytime I use that word, probably gives me like a gross feeling inside, even if I'm not aware of it. Or, oh, you you were a good girl today. Here's a cookie. Mm-hmm. Oh, th- yes. Right. You were so good today. Let's go get a treat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it all stems from that. Like when we're little, like those words feel bad. I will tell you that when my kids, one big one for me was the swearing. It was always a bad word. Mm -hmm. And I did not like that because I don't like, I, when I had kids, I decided I did not want to call swear words, bad words. I don't want kids to think that anybody who says a bad word is a bad person. Like it's not, Mm -hmm. I don't think that way. I, we, we called them grown up words. Like those are grown up because I don't, I, again, I, the truth of the matter is because my husband and I both have bad mouths. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't want my kids to think we were bad people because we said some bad words. Like, yeah. And they need to know that we're not bad people because we say a bad word. Right. But I was only, that's the only thing I've ever been careful about saying bad around. Is that silly? No, I don't think so. Because you probably gave it some thought at some point oh, when they were growing up. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if we do that necessarily around the food. And that's where I should be doing it around. It shouldn't be around no. swear words. I think it's around everything, Maybe. right? We we can't label things good and bad necessarily because there are there are some things that are black and white, but most of the things in our average day are not so black and white. Yeah. It's not, I was reading this definition from Everyday Health in this article. And they're, this, they're, this is what they were talking about, the origin of this as possibility. Fat phobia fuels our culture's belief that a good human is one who keeps their bodies small. Mm. So a good person is somebody that takes care of themselves and looks a certain way. Mm-hmm. But that's, I, I, that's, that's the gross. reason why but it's not accurate, right? You can be a good person in any kind of body. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. People can still love you like crazy and think you're just, what's the, what's the expression? Cats meow. Um, Maybe. I don't know whatever the expression is. Like you're, you're the cherry on top of the Sunday. Yes. They think you're hot stuff and you're awesome and they love to be around you. And that has nothing to do with what kind of body you're in. Wait, repeat that again. Cause I'm, it really okay go on it so it, the article was talking about fat phobia in our society okay and the quote that i pulled out was fat phobia fuels our culture's belief that a good human is one who keeps their body small this that's such a gross statement to me i hate it 
Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, but that's the, they were saying this is one of the yes. reasons why we come to good and bad. Oh, that makes me so grossed out. But don't you think we do that to ourselves? Yeah, a hundred. That's why I'm so bothered by it because a hundred percent I agree with it. I'm not good because you know I can't resist uh, Doritos in front of the TV. And, right. uh, I'm I did good, but then I screwed up because I ate something at night, and now I ruined my whole day. And we right. do this torture. Right. My um. Oh gosh, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was talking about eating Doritos in front of the TV. I know. And you know why I lost my train of thought? Because all I kept thinking about is my sister said, I'm going to eat Doritos and bananas. <laughs> that's how, that's <laughs> you said the word Doritos and I went, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. My sister wants to eat Doritos and bananas. Anyway. So I don't know. It's how so to good. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't get it all back together in my head. Anyway. The other thing that they were saying was morality implies choice. So making the right choice is good and making the wrong choice is bad. So when we've made an association with eating cake or whatever you want to eat, it could be your mom's homemade lasagna or it could be something special, you know, that that choice is the wrong choice and that is equitable to being bad. Oh, so choosing that is the wrong choice. That's one of the reasons why we apply morality to food choices hmm. yeah you're a good person yeah yeah it's just this is a, I did not expect to feel this way about this topic yeah I thought it would or, be oh, fun and light and we'd be giggling you know what I mean I wanted to giggle about this topic. I know sorry have you ever heard oh you're so good you can resist fill in the blank I did it to my sister the other day and she really? actually called me out on it we were at my mom's birthday and she had a plate and it was like salad and it was like, it just was all very green and colorful and all quote unquote good food. And I said, look at you eating so good today. I'm so proud of you. And she went, look at you judging the food on my plate. <gasps> oh, and, and we, it wasn't mean at all. How either of us were saying it, but yes yeah. to her. Yeah, she's right. I totally did. Yeah. Yes. And that made you think, oh, she's so good because she chose a salad and it's so colorful. And yeah. And then she we said, make these all- what I ate before I sat down is what she said, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I, I, and then I was reading a, a couple of things about when you feel shame about eating, that can have a negative impact on your mental health. I believe it. Yes. I went in that loop last night. Why? Who knows? The human body thrives on a a varied diet that provides a plethora of nutrients and nourishment. So you're supposed to eat everything. Yeah. But I wanted to go back to what you just said. Like you made me think about depression and, and mental health issues. Like possibly maybe a lot of our problems are because we're gooding and batting our choices all day, which Mm -hmm. then leads to that mental health disorder. Yeah. Like, so all day long we do it. So I drew sort of like a chart for myself. If you restrict yourself, right. And you're like, I'm so good today. I'm not going to do anything. And you're afraid 
of the choices. Like you were afraid of eating that pizza. Right. And then that can potentially lead to deprivation. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you overdo it. And then you're filled with anxiety and depression. So it's like this weird little roadmap to get to a place where, and then that fuels the shame, which makes yep. you go through the whole cycle again. Ugh. Yeah. I was watching this YouTube um, TED talk. Her name is Pixie Turner. Uh, it's, it's really interesting. It was a very short, like 25, 30 minutes. And she said that she said something really interesting that hit me kind of in a weird way. She says, if you broke your leg, you're going to need to use a crutch, right? Right. Because you need for walking. And when we have emotional issues, we found a crutch in food. And we use that as a way to deal with those emotions. And if someone says, well, just take that away, you don't have an alternative. Your crutch is gone. Yeah. What a great analogy. I know. So it's not like you can just take it away and say, oh, the food is going to go away. So I'm good now. Right. No, you need different tools. Oh my God. That's the best analogy I've made I've ever heard. And I'm so relating it to so many things. Like how many times have you said, yeah. I'm not going to have sugar. I'm not going to have sugar today. I'm giving up sugar. And then you basically just removed your crutch and you're trying yeah. to get by hobbling around and you can't. No, you're going to need the crunch at some point. You need, you need a transition, right? Like go to physical therapy and you work right. on your strength and you need things to reinforce those habits that maybe you don't need the crutch anymore. And then she said one more thing that was super interesting. She said, we eat because we are hungry for something. Either you're actually hungry, physically hungry, or you're emotionally hungry. And if you're in denial of your emotions and your crutch is eating, guess what you're going to do? Like, give me an example of something that I would eat besides hunger. So if, um, if you had a fight with your husband, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Okay. okay. And I'm, and I'm sad for myself and I'm like really upset. I'm going to go stand in the pantry, maybe crying and maybe eating because so I'm trying to sadness. Yeah. I'm trying to, to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm really hungry, not for that food. I'm hungry for a hug or someone to say mm-hmm. it's okay and it's okay that you feel sad and that didn't for feel good or yes yes for an apology or you're hungry for um yeah I, I like that something that question what am Just, I hungry for yeah that was one of her things she said ask yourself what are you really hungry for right and maybe when you don't know what you're hungry for, it's an emotion. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. Because if you're actually hungry, you should eat food. Right. <laughs> go eat. Right. Hmm. What There's nothing wrong with that. That's good. So I, I thought that was a, her uh, little TED talk was really insightful to me. I, it just hit me. You know, sometimes when somebody says something and it just hits you at the right thing. Yep. For sure. Um, so I gotta- basically. I got a good quote I heard. I read. I didn't oh. hear it. I read it. Um, the only time you should feel guilty about eating something is if you steal it. I like that a lot. I like that too. It's simple. It's to the point. And you're like, yeah, that's true. 
I didn't, if I didn't steal this food, I shouldn't feel guilty over having it. Right. Yeah. It's not like the cake is sitting in the, on the counter and it's uh, playing like devilish music in the background, you know, no. like tempting you. It's just a it feels cake. that way. But <laughs> yeah. So. so this, this was very enlightening for me. And I so, think and you need to work on some action? stuff. I do have a call to action. Okay. I am going back to basics and I'll what tell you that? what I mean. Yeah. So in June, I had this thing. I was going to eat salads like four or five times a week. Um, I got a little away from it because it's a little bit of work and it's kind of, it's work to eat it. It's work to make it. It's, it's work. But I like it when I eat it. I feel better. So I, this week, it's a two-parter. I'm going to concentrate on my water and my salad. And, and what I want to do is put the positive light on the nutrients that I need and concentrating on what I'm eating and drinking and less on, oh, I shouldn't have that. I can't eat this and I won't do that. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to focus on, am I getting my vegetables today? And did I drink my water? Okay. Back to basics. Every day. Mm -hmm. And the vegetables can look different, but I need to make sure I have them. Okay. I like this for you. This is simple. You could do this. Easy. I've started already. Well, sometimes I forget. How? I love water. I drink it. Like, I I just like, oh, it's four o'clock and I've only had one bottle. I haven't had more than that. I don't know. I just have, I haven't done anything or I'm not thirsty or like, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's noon. I need to finish one. And then by three, I need to finish the second. And like, I kind of have that in my mind, but if I'm not paying attention, then I'm like, oh, I haven't even had one yet. When you go to the store, you don't bring a bottle of water? Oh, I bring a bottle of water everywhere. Oh. We've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I just need to be more consistent with it is what I'm okay. saying. Okay. Do you leave it out somewhere that you can just grab it and drink it and see it every time you walk by? It's it's right here, literally yeah. next to me. It's everywhere I go. I can't, I've, I, but I'm a water person. So I don't, I like every time I am I, too, but I, sometimes, yeah. sometimes I forget. So I'm, I just want to be consistent with that. That's I think all. that's good. I can't wait to hear how that goes. Yeah. How about you? What's your call to so action? I think I, I realized in looking up the stuff for this meeting or this um, podcast, I'm really, really guilty of doing my whole, bulking my whole day. Like when I brain dump, I'm like, yesterday was a good day. Yesterday was a bad day. I'm really guilty of saying, did I do good today? Can I get ice cream tonight? Like that is real popular in my vocabulary, not out loud, but in my head. So I'm going to try and reword things and say, you know what? I really didn't nourish myself that well yesterday. Or I'm, I feel like I want to use the word nourishment because I think it'll Mm -hmm. put more of a, of a value on food and say that it's important. It's more important, like nourished, nourish me, nourishment. I can't even say it. I feel like it's something we all need. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. We don't necessarily even all need food. We need nourishment from the food. If that, that yes. might not even make sense to you guys, but to me, it, it makes a hundred percent sense because yeah. your body is telling you something that we're not listening to. Right. And I need to just say, did I get my nourishment today? And maybe if I did that, I'm like, yeah, good. Or no, I, I love that. I love that language shift. Yeah. I love I'm it. Try. We'll see how it goes. It's so good.
I'm excited for this. This will be interesting. Yeah, it will be. All right. Well, have a great week. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna.